We are celebrating the birth of Jesus in our Advent series, Promises. We'll be preaching from Luke 2, verses 1 through 21. Please follow along as I read the text. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks by night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you, and he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary, Joseph, and the baby, who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered their, them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it came to circumcise the child, his, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. You know, the Christmas season is so very much present with us here in Vancouver. It's very much part of our lives. Even if you're not a fan of Jesus, the Christmas season actually is very much present to us. But it's so present that it actually obscures what is true about the Christmas message, what is true about Jesus. And we miss the meaning. Christmas is so present with us, but we miss the meaning of Christmas. I love this text that we read here in Luke chapter 2, for it reminds us of the very details of Jesus' birth and the occasion of it, and the great birth announcement that went out inviting the shepherds to come and to see. It says that the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around, and they were terrified. Well, of course they would be. If they were, if any of us were to see such a heavenly creature, we would probably be terrified as well. And the angel tells them that really, really essential message for life and encounter with God. Do not be afraid. I find that those who actually make their adventure into exploring who Jesus is do have to deal with a measure of fear. 
For those of us who come into moments where the greatness and the grandeur and the beauty of God begins to really grow in our life, and a sense of call begins to develop in our life, we too may also feel afraid. And so we need to hear and take note of the very beginning of this message from the angel. Do not be afraid. Do you know fear, John tells us in 1 John, has to do with punishment. But love casts out fear. And truly it is a movement of love towards us in Christ Jesus, in the celebration of Christmas, that's intended to cast out fear. He goes on to say, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. The angel tells these shepherds who are there out on the hillside that he's bringing them good news that will cause great joy for all people. This surely turned up their curiosity as they listened. And then to hear of a child being born in the town of David, Bethlehem, just probably over the hill they could see Bethlehem there. A town, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And so they had to consider this message that came from the angel that was very specific about the way God had moved, the way God had worked. And then, as if confirmation of the angel's message, a great choir appears, a heavenly host, it says, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. What a song, what a promise. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Messiah had come, and the Messiah was going to usher in this period and realm in which the kingdom of God would be known, and where peace, this harmony and meeting of heaven and earth, would occur. So when the angels left, the shepherds assumed right away that this message was also an invitation to them. They did not assume that they were excluded from this message, but it, that it had actually been given to them, that there was an invitation for them, and that they were to turn up their curiosity into actual action of exploration. Notice in verse 15, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. For those of us who go on a venture, a spiritual adventure, to explore who Jesus is and what Christmas is really about. We have to take seriously this promise and then we must act on it. This promise that 
this Jesus is one who will generate great joy in our lives. That this Jesus would be a Savior who would save us. And then we must ask, save us from what? That he indeed is the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Lord, who is ushering in the kingdom of God. And that the benefit of this is peace. It is the experience of God's favor. And then we must go to Bethlehem, in a sense. We must go into the heart and explore how shall we respond? I love how the shepherds responded. When they had seen him, when they had seen Jesus, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The sense of confirmation that came because they actually experienced the promise of God and they saw and they tasted, in a sense, through their experience, that this was very real, that God had broken into their day and their realm and had invited them in. And that this child would be named Jesus, a one who saves. In Matthew, we're told that the angel told Joseph that this one, Jesus, would save the people from their sins. As we come to Christmas, we are reminded that indeed, what Jesus does moves from the personal life into the interpersonal life. That he does indeed save us from our sins. He provided the way of forgiveness for his cradle moves towards the cross and the empty tomb and his ascension back into heaven and then the gift of his spirit so that his church, his people, on whom his favor rests, might continue to share this message and to help the curious explore who Jesus is and this great gift. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. I encourage you that if you are exploring who Jesus is, that you continue to press in. That if you are celebrating Christmas in this time, that you would also consider the very meaning of Christmas. And that you would let the person of Jesus meet you and that you might receive him as your Savior, and as the Messiah, the Lord. The scripture says that God indeed made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. A great deal of the unpeace in our world mostly has to do with the human heart, with our, our greed with our anxieties about security, with our sense of being more entitled than others to what is good in life. Our sense of hurt actually compounds our sin. 
And we become very intent on taking and taking and taking. This sin extends beyond just ourselves personally, but also into our relationships and the very systems around us. And so our longing is for Jesus to come again and to show himself fully as Lord. But now we participate in the new creation so that if we receive him as Lord, the old is gone, the new has come, and we become a new creature. Do not be afraid. The Lord awaits. There is an invitation in Christmas for you to come not just to the meaning of Christmas, but to the person of Christmas. He is the one who embodies the very promise of God for you and I to experience life and life to the full. So even if you have a sense of being on the outside of things, if you have a sense because of trouble or difficulty or illness or grief, a feeling that you are on the outside, we invite you again into the very presence of Jesus. Perhaps you do not yet feel like glorifying and praising God and speaking a lot. Maybe you are more like Mary, where you take these things about Jesus and you treasure them. You hold them close in your heart and you ponder them. There is life in this response as well. Our prayer for you this Christmas season is that you indeed would get to know not just the meaning of Christmas, but Jesus, the person of Christmas. He has invited you to come and see him and consider him. Won't you invite and receive him as Lord. This is the greatest gift that God has offered to us and to you. This meeting of your life with him, of genuine peace. And it is our prayer that you will experience this this Christmas.